Welcome back to Farm Talk. I'm News and Farm Director Eric Johnson, again broadcasting at Commodity Classic. Our sponsor is uh, Calmer Cornheads, and right now we're going to find out more about the Poultry and Egg Council, the Export Council. we got the President and CEO, Greg uh, Tyler. And uh, first of all, uh, Greg, thank you for uh, taking a few minutes to uh, to stop by and visit with us. And I guess the other thing is you guys got a booth here, so what types of questions have you been getting so far at the, uh, at the Expo? Well, I mean, the reason that we're here is because the poultry and egg industry is such a valuable partner to the soybean and corn groups. Um, as far as soybean meal consumption, we consume about 55% of the soybean meal produced in the U.S. For corn, it's about 30%. Um, and a lot of that product that we produce is exported overseas. So that's where the partnership comes in. And the United Soybean Board and a lot of the state and national soybean corn groups they fund some of the programs that we do overseas to develop markets for U.S. poultry and eggs, and that's the main reason we're here. Well, let's get into some of the issues, and really, I didn't think this would ever be a, a thing, but egg prices, uh, that seems to be, had been making the news quite a bit. I think things have settled down a little bit, but we went from, like, got used to, like, $1.50 eggs or $1.78 to four, five, six. I've even heard in some cases in the East Coast, it might have gotten up to eight. Things have calmed down, but from your perspective, where are we at well, the, the big issue that, ran, that we ran into from not only the egg industry, but the poultry industry as well, was high path avian influenza. It started sweeping across the United States in the first part of 2022. It went into all four flyways, which is where the wild birds come down through. And we had uh, HPAI cases in 47 states. A lot of those cases were in the Midwestern states where there's major egg production and turkey production. And as a result, you saw lower supplies and increased prices on products such as eggs and turkey meat in particular. Egg prices skyrocketed, as we all know. It wasn't just in the United States, though. It was globally we saw increased egg prices. We do a lot of work in Cuba, um, pr uh, primarily with the chicken products going in there, chicken leg quarters. But this year, we got word that egg prices in Cuba had hit $9 per dozen. So we can complain about our own egg prices, but when you're looking at some of those markets that are so heavily reliant on cheap protein like Cuba, that's a major blow to their consumers. And so it opened the door for even some of our egg product, egg, shell eggs to go into that market. And they, I think most people understand that it affects a lot of different areas because eggs are used in baked goods and the list goes on and on, so that affects their pricing. That's correct, and in food service in industry as well. I mean, people that prepare breakfast meals, you know, eggs became one of the most expensive components of their menus. Um, so, yeah, it has been a, a very challenging year. Um, a lot of people have made comments about the egg industries making a lot of money, and that's not the case at all. Um, we've just had a very challenging year due to the supply issues, and those supply issues have been a result of the high path avian influenza. Well, and here's the other part of this. Uh, I'm not quite sure that we're clear of avian influenza as of yet. I think, I don't know if there's any current cases, but I know that there was one not that long ago, and experts are not sure if we might have just a redevelopment of this as birds migrate again. That's true. And one thing that we saw in 2022 is usually we'll have cases that'll start in the uh, wintertime, go into spring, 
but when the warmer weather comes in, those cases die away. And that was not the case this year. We saw cases during the summer months and it ramped back up in the fall and has continued through the winter. But it's not just affecting the U.S., it is affecting the global um, poultry industry. You're seeing more cases pop up in Latin America. Um, it's spreading in South America. The one country that has not had a case yet is Brazil. Um, we think it will be pretty close because it's hit Argentina and the nearby markets down there. Um, so it, it is a, a major issue globally and it's not slowing down. And so um, the topic of vaccinations has been very hot lately, not just in the United States, but around the world. And how do we tackle this ongoing HPAI issue and, and make sure that we're going to be able to continue to be uh, uh, economically successful as an industry? Let's talk about something fun and good, because <laughs> again, you are a part of the uh, the export council. So, how is business in the export business for poultry and eggs? Well, surprisingly enough, you know, the global economy affected prices on a lot of things. Beef and pork prices were also very high. Chicken is a cheap protein source, and so exports were great this past year. We had record exports as far as tonnage and broiler meat. We reached a record $6.2 billion in exports globally for all of our products. That was up five to, from $5.5 billion in 2021. So despite the challenges that we faced, we had a record year. We're putting product in about 120 markets around the globe, um, and those markets keep growing. And so we think that because chicken is such a cheap protein source, we think we're going to continue to see growth in that. And as far as production, the industry is growing at a rate of 3 to 4% a year. And um, about 18 to 20% of the chicken production is exported to global markets. That is very interesting. I was, that was going to be my next question is how has the export business been for the poultry products? And you kind of hit the dynamics. Not only are we growing, it's more countries, although it's 120 markets, that's a lot of different markets, but you need those poultry growers. So it's continuing. Are there any hot areas that we're seeing an increase in the poultry uh, production? Sure. Well, I mean, production in the U.S. Is, is primarily in the southeastern United States, but we're seeing growth, of course, in the mid-Atlantic states as well. Uh, California is a major producer. Turkey industry is primarily the Midwest in North Carolina. Um, but we're seeing continued growth throughout the U.S. in production. As far as the hot markets overseas, Sub-Saharan Africa is one of the biggest growth areas for us, as is Latin America. And we think those are going to continue to grow as long as we can develop and meet the demands for the product. And the industry so far has been able to meet that demand. How about supply chain issues? I think a lot of that has been fixed. Obviously, we talked about eggs. Chicken prices have actually gone up back to where they were. Turkey, I think, has gotten a little bit better. But it seemed to me there was a little bit of a shortage, at least in our region. I don't know. Is that an issue? For turkey meat, it is an issue, just like what I talked about with eggs. Uh, turkey uh, industry was hit hard by HPAI, and the, the supply has been down, and that's been a major issue, not just on the U.S. market, but internationally. We get phone calls all the time. People can't find enough turkey supply. Um, so that's going to continue to be an issue. The, um, as far as distribution around the globe, the, that situation has settled down. Um, we're seeing product flowing into markets. We're not seeing as backup in ports that we were earlier this year, which has been a good thing. I think we learned from our mistakes, and I think uh, a lot of the industry is trying to just move forward and try to keep the product flowing out there. 
Uh, we'll talk Farm Bill now. I know it's not, probably not a big thing, but there are components of it that you're watching. That's correct. Um, our organization, along with U.S. Soybean Export Council, U.S. Meat Export Federation, we all benefit from a couple of programs that USDA operates called the Market Access Program and Foreign Market Development. There's about $200 million that they allocate um, to about 70 different groups around the country. Um, of course, those dollars have stayed the same, but the costs have continued to go up. So this year there is a proposal on the table, a bill on the table to increase that or double the, the, foreign, uh, the, the funding amount for both the MAP program and FMD. And that could greatly benefit our organization because it will allow us to do more work in markets that we haven't been able to tap into yet. I think to even take it another level, the MAP and the FND funding, yes, uh, you know, you're looking for a doubling, but I think it needs to be mentioned, I don't think those programs have seen an increase of any kind in over 20 years. That's correct. They have not. And I'm actually on the executive committee for U.S. Ag Export Development Council, which is the group that monitors all of this and, and is the uh, group of associations that, that actually work on this program. And we have been very concerned about that because our competitors around the globe, like the Europeans, the South Americans, they are putting more funding into international development than we are. And um, that's got to change because we need to make sure that we're continuing to supply the globe with the products that we have. It's about being fair, you know, and being competitive in the marketplace. Uh, Greg, it's been a pleasure to be able to talk to you. I'll give you the final word. Anything else that we haven't talked about uh, that we want to let folks know about? I think we covered it. I just want to thank the soybean and corn industry for their continued support of our programs. It's a valuable partnership, and without them, we would not be able to do what we do out there. Greg Tyler, the president and CEO of the Poultry and Egg Export Council, that is going to wrap it up now for Farm Talk. Again, our coverage brought to you as a service by Calmer Cornheads. We'll take a break. Back with more in a moment.